the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast. Then had that wagon. Yo, I got distracted. I'm like, man, it was a couple wagons there. Man, uh, I seen one was hauling motherfucking <laughs> hay and <laughs> manuda and hauling. That mug was on the fucking trail. Man, <laughs> not working. She was pulling the motherfucker. Don't man. say God. <laughs> Man. No stallion. That there was a nair. Right, though. <laughs> man, that was no. yeah, a nair. <laughs> There's a nair. Don't do hey, it. Don't do it. Hey, what? A, man, that there is a nair. Nigga, like, what the fuck? Like, get your words correct. You know, stallion, that's a man. Right. I've always said that. Mm-hmm. A stallion is a boy horse. Shout out to Elk the Stallion who started the whole stallion shit. Old video vixen. Yeah. Don't nobody see? Mm-hmm. see done it. I didn't even crap. know. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I just learned something today. Thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the OGs know exactly. <laughs> certain certain ones you remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, Megan Ford. Uh, <laughs> Melissa Ford. Or Melissa Ford. Uh, yeah. uh, big, what's Big Booty Judy? Uh, oh, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. From Buffy, Buffy the Body. Buffy the Body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Big Booty Judy. Well, no discrimination again. No skin tone discrimination, nigga. Buffy yeah. stay booked. Okay, did. I remember when she came to Omaha, too. She was so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was super cool. Melissa Ford is extremely smart. I believe it. Yeah, extremely smart. I believe it. Seeing her on somebody's podcast, she's extreme, like, yeah. very, very knowledgeable with words and well Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate, and it's she, probably something she grew into, but she, yeah, she for grew. Sure. Yeah, That's the whole point is to grow now. Yeah, mm-hmm. evolution. Yeah, it's, I said that it's a big thing. Yes, now, man, we here with the street saying our pie, man, burning the midnight oil. Nasty, <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, we got another one today, man. Just mm-hmm. it's it's good to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh. Shit, got me feeling arrogant in this bitch. Man, come on. I, I, I'm not arrogant. I'm humble, but I, I am aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, on the song, I'm not talking about like that. That type of being arrogant It's just like a confidence thing, like a, a, like a ego boost for people who don't feel, you know, confident in dancing and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a twerker. I'm not somebody that's gonna get up and do a one two three four five six on them or nothing mm. but when i do get up and dance i feel good about it so yeah i'm i'm a be arrogant when i'm you know that's what that song is about gotcha yeah. she, she ain't a twerker she's no. a, a dirty whiner yes she gonna whine that team mm. <laughs> that team go around and around. <laughs> that part mm. yeah man we got a special guest in the building today man uh a friend, somebody been around for a minute, somebody that's been doing music. I think I popped up in the music video when I even I just went for support and they came into the living room part and I was like, damn, I gotta be in the video. Mm. <laughs> uh, somebody been on the scene for a minute, 
um, now somebody who got the whole city vibing. Mm. Come on. And is doing big things with on the event curation side. Mm -hmm. um, we talking about the homie Kiera Marche in the building. It was. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Appreciate the round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like you've been working, man. She keep I had, listen, I had to put my hands up. I, I've been doing some spray painting. Y'all better pay attention to my page so I can see what I got going on. Yep. yep. But uh, for those who don't know you, um, I guess let the world know a little bit about who you are, um, this music that you into, and what got you in music, and what type of music you doing. Okay, well, I am Kiera Marche, and I am an R&B singer and songwriter and activist. I am also a community organizer and an event coordinator. I am, I have very many hats. I don't, you know, I'm a photographer, a videographer, a dental assistant. I'm like a, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I got a lot of different positions and things that I can call myself and the credentials and things to back it up <laughs> yeah but I've been doing music for a while I started in music um, solo me and my little brother and a couple of people um, recording in studio in closets and stuff like that it, just to get music out so it's been a while I've been doing this for a while man Man, you didn't tell us you was a dental assistant. I could have been had my teeth fixed yeah. if I ate these damn Boston baked beans. <laughs> no, I haven't done it since 2019, but okay. yeah. Still to connect, though. You said, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I wanted to go to school to be a dentist, actually. It's yeah. So. Never too late. It's not. that That's something for the future. But for right now, you know, I want to focus on my community mm -hmm. and be a little more hands on. And dental assistant ain't working for that. Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> we all need a good smile. No, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with, um, so with your music, you know, I know you play a lot, or you construct a lot of, what would you call it, um, R&B, but what, what, what kind of is your style when it comes to music? What do you actually, you know, what's your bag? You know what? I just like to stick with just being R&B. Like, I do have, like, pop tracks and stuff like that. But I'm strictly, like, R&B, a little more on the hip-hop side. I do have, I do get compared to certain artists, you know, just based off, like, my writing and um, the cadences and certain dance moves I do, I guess. But it's just, um, yeah. I'm, I just like to stick in the R&B bag, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll stay there. As a as a person who loves music and loves um, how people use their voice as instruments, mm -hmm. would you ever consider going to a different part of the R&B bag? Because I, I say this because hearing your voice and your style, like mm -hmm. how you how your voice sounds, I would love to hear you in a uh, on more soulful R&B. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody can say like the Badus, but I'm talking about like Mariba and yeah. Leanne LaHavis's, the Korean Bailey Ray right. style, the, the old SZA. Yeah. I literally hear your voice working right. wonders on those type of tracks. Yeah. I do have 
Uh, well, you know, there's a listening party coming up. So then I guess I'll send you an invite so you can hear some of my work. But I do have like different kind of music other than the music that I have released. It's just, you know, working with a team of people. Um, a lot of the times those tracks get pushed to the back burner and then I have to push what they feel would be popular mm-hmm. or that's going to bring me more attention. So, um yeah, but I do have I'm in, I'm telling you like my music I'm in in a whole bunch of different type of bags. Like I got some EDM tracks, I got pop music, I got soulful, I got sultry, I got ratchet. Like I'm I'm really doing some different things in my music right now, but it's just it's not released yet and it's okay. not much I could talk about. I could just promote that there will be a listening party coming soon for everybody to hear what I do have going on as far as music. Cause I know it's, it's been a lot of questions and I've dropped like one or two a year mm. when I should be, when I could drop like one a month, that's how much I got in my, you know, catalog and stuff mm. just put up and waiting for the right time. And then a lot of times I'd be nervous about it. So yeah, I got to get out of that too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and and uh, Johnny's favorite phrase is "blessing release." Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but when is there a, an estimated time frame and when you are gonna drop this project? Well, I'm gonna drop. I'm working on an EP sometime for next year, but I'm also working on a documentary. I can say that. So, like, it's just like a lot of things that's gonna be popping off for me next year. That's um, putting me in a different back you get what i'm saying like so at this point is it's just about okay october is a listening party time but as far as like release i can only say next year you know i don't know i can give you a exact date yeah don't don't tell me what you can if you can't don't say that i got we gonna have to not release this episode like damn it like y'all can't release none of it. Hey, cut that. Cut they that. They signed the NDR and I'm just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it comes to like, I'll say like um penmanship and mm-hmm. the storytelling and what you choose to write about, like where do you get your inspiration from for for writing? Where do the stories and the and the ideas come from? Experiences. Experiences that I have and then like close people around me like my first my very first album a lot of the songs is like stuff that was happening to my friends Mm -hmm. and I just decided to like write about it me and my little brother but this new music I'm tapping into like what I dream about the things I dream about um I'm tapping into the way I want to see the world you know I'm tapping into like catering to the man or stroking the man's ego or however you want to put it like i'm i'm tapping into all of that into my new music Mm. that's what's up man i mean i I always wonder because some people some people just lie they just like oh this would be a cool story yeah it pops off and some people really write from a place of uh experience and pain or joy uh things that they go through and it's right i think as an artist um i think when you treat it as I won't say just a business, it becomes just business. When you right. treat it as an expression, an artistic expression, that's when you see artists yeah. um, really kind of blossom and, and connect with the audience. Exactly. A little different. 
you know what's cool is that like I work with other writers too you know so like Nikita um I've worked with her I actually sat down with her and then I talked to her about a situation and she came with a song Mm. like everything I said she put it into the song it was like it was dope you know what I'm saying um I've also worked with people like L Mac and um like he's the main the person I've been working with the longest right now it with writing and he taps into like what you thinking about Marmar that's what he called me like what you thinking about I'd be like you know and we start I was like I just really wish that this world was mine and we started creating a song just strictly off of that you know what I mean so is and then I work with so uh, HB I don't know if y'all heard of HB Dolo dope super dope rapper um and he just like my chill lay back like shut the uh, stfu um he helped write that one so yeah like he he gets in my my chill swag bag you know like when i'm just talking i want to talk about like what i do when i'm sitting around just chilling like i don't go out i don't go to the clubs but i do sit back and i will have a session with you and I bet you you won't outsmoke me type stuff. So yeah, <laughs> we on that. Like, let's talk about that in the music, you know. <laughs> and I can always reach out to certain people that can uh that know my or that's helping trying to bring out my swag because a lot of the times I'm being compared. Like, oh, we want you to sound like Beyonce, or we want you to have this track, uh, like a Beyonce type track. But no, we need to focus on let's making it or uh, making it a Kier or Marche track because if y'all capture me, you get what I mean. Then I can do that well. But I'm not gonna do Beyonce because I'm not Beyonce. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I got a question, especially because um, I have seen you around for a while, um, seeing you make the transition. I remember you was going under the stage name Miss Nebraska. Yes. And, you know, it's uh, dope to see the growth and elevation as an artist. How did you make the transition from Miss Nebraska to Kiara Marche? And how did you make the transition from being an artist to now curating and coordinating events? Okay, good. that's a good question. Okay, so... I went from Miss Nebraska to Kiera Marche. I just kind of like, Kiera Marche is my real name. And I was just like really looking to rebrand myself because I feel like Kiera, I mean, Miss Nebraska was keeping me in this certain box that I didn't want to be in. And I was being labeled like a rapper. I was being labeled like I was getting all these opportunities and stuff, but it wasn't matching or aligning with what I truly wanted to do. You get what I'm saying? So once I started rebranding myself as Kiera Marche, which is my name, um, I just, you know, I started surrounding myself with the type of things that I wanted for myself for my artistry you get what I mean like I would go around the um the producers or the beat makers that made the kind of beats that I would and then I would work with these people you get what I'm saying even if it was just like for a little while I'm gonna just write for you or I'm gonna do background vocals but ultimately I was learning and I was evolving or training myself or becoming a master at what I feel I wanted to be. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at that time I was just I was learning and teaching. 
And so how I became a curator was because at that point, like I'm, I'm being my own artist. I'm putting, I'm pushing out content videos. I'm doing all of this stuff, but I'm not getting booked. But the people around me who I'm cool with and that's working, they getting booked, but I'm not. So I'm like, okay, at this point, I'm going to just create my own stage, you know, and I'm going to throw these events. So I started in 2018, actually, I did my first headliner show. And then 2019, I did my first headliner show as Kiera Marche, I need to say that. And then in 2019, I created the Masquerade. And that was a whole show. I worked with like 12 different people, artists, dancers, models, DJs, all that type of stuff for that event and um, built out the stage and did everything. The following year, some things transpired. COVID happened. So then I couldn't bring that back. So in 21, I was like, what could I do that will still allow me to give the opportunity for others to get on stage but then I'm also doing what I love to do on top of it you get what I mean so um that's I did the pull up and vibe was like I got a grant from a $500 grant from Amplify Arts and I took that grant and I flipped it it, it, with them in the event of obviously like everybody came out I had over 200 people that showed up um we sold out of food we sold out of everything that day and the vendors everybody made money it was like a a huge success just randomly you know what I mean so at that point um I had kind of got into some little stuff with the city because I did it on this property that they was like no you're not supposed to do nothing there you know so i joined the board of uh healing roots garden okay and once i joined the board they're like oh this is we good you know what i mean to redo this next year and then um manny at the fabric lab was like well let's uh let's do an open mic series and i'm like Okay, so then I, that door opened. So I, I called this season one. So February, April, March and June, uh, those four episodes, because I got all the video footage from each one. And um, and I'll be releasing that throughout the winter time just to let everybody know when the new season two going to come out. And it's going to be a little bit bigger because it's like other people like Noma and Jocelyn Art Museum and all of these places like Peter Kiewit, they've all reached out to me. So it's like now I have to make this, it's becoming bigger than what I thought really fast, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, now I just need to create or I'm going to keep creating something that's going to be big and it's mainly for artists that don't get an opportunity that's coming out to these open mics that want to showcase and um give uh show their talents like just like how i want to do you know what i mean and i'm even taking a step back this year i'm not even gonna perform this year mm. i'm just gonna let the stage be for these other artists that who i reached out to even friends like certain people like just be that's my brother of course i'm not going not have him on the stage and i was trying to bring johnny my real brother johnny Lowe, back to omaha but they stole my car and i couldn't do it yeah <laughs> but yeah so i had a lot you know i forgot where i was going with it sorry y'all but yeah 
No, man, I think no, I think you was hitting on a lot of a lot of beautiful points as far as, you know, just the growth of your idea and where it can go to real quick and mm-hmm. like a testimony to just getting started. Yeah. As far as for if there's other artists out there or if there's anybody out there who got dreams of doing events, what were you mm-hmm. tell them to start at? <sighs> it's it's I don't know because I hate to try to give that kind of advice because everybody is different. Everybody operates different. Like I can't say, Oh, you're not six or you're not going to grow. This is how you're supposed to grow as an artist because everybody grows differently. Everybody gets in the game or the industry differently. So I don't know how to tell them where to start. I just say, believe in yourself first. You know what I mean? Cause once you start believing in yourself, then anything is possible. Anything you want to do is going to be possible. So that's, I mean, it starts in your mind ultimately because you got to be strong enough to be like, you're going to take backlash. You got to deal with naysayers. You got to deal with all these other things. It's not just the, the shine and glory when you get to sit down at the podcast and everybody telling you how good of a job you do. It's a lot of behind the scenes that you got to do and you got to be strong enough for you got to be like professionally strong you get what I'm saying because I could be in my feelings and emotions all day and be like this person did this to me but if I'm like professional about it I'm like I know this is a part of the game so I'm gonna move on or I'm gonna continue to do it without that person and I'm gonna go 40 times harder and then I'm gonna just look back like I told you you should have believed in me like I did you know what I mean so I just tell people get in your head first and make sure you strong enough for anything you're trying to accomplish not even just trying to throw events even if you're trying to do music if you're trying to do anything walk across the street when you ain't did it before just put it in your mind that you can do it and it'll be done Mm. yeah Thank you. Yes, sir. Man. I, I think I think my one thing that I like to tell people is if you didn't do it, then you didn't do it. Right. So it, you got to do it, whatever yeah. that it is. So yeah. how you get to that point is how you get to it. But And I failed multiple times. Like I failed at doing events before. I failed at, at having shows and, and people didn't show up to them. But you know what I did? I took that as and I and, and one thing I, I learned that I had to stop doing was, oh, since didn't nobody show up, even if it was like five people and I'm like, didn't nobody show up? That's diminishing the five people that did show up. So I had to stop doing that. And once I stopped doing that and I'm like, man, I had the best time. I was expecting 30 people, but I got five and we was even more lit. You get what I mean? Then those five people and they we talking, we on Snapchat or whatever. And then now the next time I throw an event, it's 15 people. You get what I'm saying? Because those five people brought somebody and then now five other people done reached out because they saw us having fun. And it's you is i say i say this like this like love and hip-hop they create their environments you get what i'm saying that's what we have to do here too when we want to throw events and and think about the parties when if we we have to surround ourselves with the people we want to be around so we got to create those moments and that's what event planning is like oh i'm just let me create this vibe i know i can get five people that want to dress in skirts and um, 
play with glow sticks or something. You know what I mean? Let me curate this event specifically for that, letting them know this is a safe space for people who want to wear skirts. I don't got to say women, people who want to wear skirts with and playing around with glow sticks. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a it's a lot to it, but it ain't nothing to it but to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, what's what's something you've learned, especially with the the kind of level up with the um, the pull up and vibe? What's something that you've had to learn from going from a I guess y'all say the small stage to the main stage, with you leveling up and doing this bigger production? Right. What's something you are learning in this process as this event comes up? I'm I'm really learning more about grant writing, and I'm I'm learning a lot more about like community and urban planning with the people that I'm working with too. So I think that's like all tying together because I think once it, once you learn about all of that stuff, it'll make sense why it's important to keep throwing events and getting our people together and pushing up younger people to want to be curators themselves and stuff like that. Like, it's important for us to do that because once we, th- that shows, first of all, it shows camaraderie because on the committees, it'd be a lot of dope people coming together to bring these events and making them happen and off of one person's generalized idea. You get what I'm saying? And if we push and get more people to do these things, I feel like it'll, it'll grow, you know, and, help other people learn about what we're trying to push in these communities, which is the unity, the love, the, we need to get our, sh- our stuff back. I don't know if we could cause I'll be yeah, going hard. Yeah. Okay. We need to get our shit back and we need our reparations. So we just need to come together so we could do that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man. So, that's what. So what, uh, one of my last question questions, I guess. What's what do you see in the cards for Kier? What are you, what are you what is your trajectory, especially in the next few years? What do you see yourself doing, whether it's with music, with events, or beyond? What what's what's that looking like for you? Well, you know, I definitely see myself at like the independent film festival or something like that, winning an award for best new director by then. Like, cause I do want to, uh, eventually curate like a documentary type. Like I I already put that out there, but yeah, I want to do the documentary thing and, um, pretty much like be able to, have multiple types of shows that I'm doing. Um, my music, it'll speak for itself. And then my fans or my supporters will come from all the avenues and things that I'm doing. You get what I'm saying? So I just see myself just being this all around person. I'm already super happy. You know what I mean? So I just feel like more happiness is going to come. And I'm, I'm really, I can't talk about like materialistic stuff cause I'm not into that. You get what I mean? So I can't say I'm going to be balling. I'll be out of control. I don't care about that. I just want to make sure that if um, with what I'm doing now, I'm creating 
space or room for other people to do more in the city so that we can that we can be an existent nightlife or an existent you know party scene i don't know not even that but just like stuff to do pretty much Mm -hmm. you know i want to be a a pioneer for that like oh she was she never let nothing stop her not now if i know she did not can do it type of stuff you know gotcha yeah ain't gonna lie i've been sitting there for thinking like what would your fan base be called and my dumb ass i'd be creating <laughs> i was like the marshmallows that's <laughs> good that, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, it. we i do call them the mar martians yeah uh, martians the yeah martians. mar martians oh man listen merch coming soon Shit. Yeah, I got this uh, line in one of my songs when I say, uh, I, there's only one planet, I call it Kiera Mars. So yeah, I'd be like, my, um, even in our video treatment planning, the um, they're called Mar Martians. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, they, they, they own Avatar. They get to choose who they want to be. So gotcha. yeah. Yeah, no, that's dope. I'm always trying to think of some brand shit. Like, yeah, you know, that's lit though. Let's say Dave's. Oh man, <laughs> our names, our names, not our night. Yeah, yeah, man, man. Uh, so, like I said, we got the big one coming up. Yes, August six. What's it called? Pull up and vibe. Pull up and vibe. Who's some of the features y'all got? Feature artists on there. On Ooh, okay. No, <laughs> I got Dewan. I got AA Monet coming out i have um dj43 just be music i got um kaya saranda lee um i got some new talent like this 18 year old girl this is her first uh her first performance was at one of my pull up and vibes and i always say if i was to give out awards at my pull up and vibe she would have got it her name is uh samaj but she go by majin boo Yes. Uh, I mean, voice. I'm telling you, like when y'all hear her voice, y'all going to be like, what? This coming out of Omaha? Like, seriously, like I really love her style. And then she uses her experiences because she's had a rough teenage years, you know, just but she used her experiences and she and when she's singing her music you can feel it you get what i mean like i'm a person that listen to vibrations i listen to like i i love music i love vocal musicians the piano i love all of that stuff so when i hear her voice i hear it as an instrument like you said earlier and yeah she's amazing that's that's one person i just really can't wait for the community to hear on on at the pull up and vibe Man. Yeah. Listen, we're gonna make sure she got one little letter change in that Majin Boos. Make sure we, <laughs> we want snow lawsuits and then we can capitalize later with the, with yeah. the cross branding deal from Dragon Ball Z. We're right. gonna make this happen. Yes, yes, <laughs> we definitely gotta work on that. But yeah. Yeah, man, that's what's up, man. I know we're excited. Um, get out there and see all of this talent and all the work that you put in to to make this happen. Yes. It'll be, it'll be right on the You'll deuce. See right? this? Oh, down the deuce, right? Yes, on twenty fourth and Pratt. This is this is from the decorations. This is your already girl. working. Yeah. <laughs> Stay working. Yeah. Man, Kira, where uh before we get out of here, where can everybody find you at and so we can stay in tune with these events coming up? Yes, y'all can come to my social media, 
Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, K-E-I-R-I-A-M-A-R-S-H-A. K-E-I-R-I-A-M-A-R-S-H-A. Make sure y'all go follow me. <laughs> yeah, and on YouTube. Yep, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. Linktree. Linktree, if you go to Linktree and type in Kiera Marche, all everything will pop up. All the social medias, everything. And if you're looking to get in your acting debut, she is always searching for people to be in her videos. And is. Yeah. I'm going to be applying for some plays and stuff next year, too. Oh. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's going to get For the fall. For the fall of next year. I'm, I'm going to be trying to do some musicals and plays. Gotcha. Hey, doing. Yeah. I'm going to try to do everything. Cultivate yourself. Yeah, Cultivate you know. Yourself. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Johnny, you got Oh, man. Yeah. It's been a beautiful day. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your story, your journey, you know. Um, thank you for having me. As far as what you got going on, I think it's dope that, you know, more people is curating what we want to see out here. For sure. Um, especially on the deuce. I think it's important to activate the deuce. It's, in a, it's a historical spot that music was activated on, so that part yeah so thank you for that thank y'all for having me y'all know where to find us at streets a and r mm-hmm. everywhere uh we still trying to get our p mm-hmm. all these p's <laughs> going around man maybe we just need to get larry june to shout us out for a man, p for because he'll get us a p man um, i like larry june yeah man yeah. And uh, because yeah, we can't get we can't get a, a pee from. And Gunner. don't say pee. I gotta use the bathroom. Hey, we oh, got man. we got you on that one. Too. <laughs> I'm, over, I'm over here like ah. Yeah, man, it's your host, man. We out of here though. Giddy jicky with it. Uh, the host Johnny, no good. And see y'all later. Peace. 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 The beats, the beats, the flow, the flow, the rhythm, the rhythm. The rhythm. All movement starts from the streets. Streets, streets, and our podcast.